on SAFM. Gentlemen, good evening. Thank you so much for your time, Mr. Brian Van Royen. Not just a rugby man, but a Dhaka man. That's a joke, by the way. But that's essentially what you do. Um, Brian, thanks again for joining us. We appreciate it. We're going to carry on from where we left it off last week. And I think we really should be talking about, as you are doing now, the role of listed companies such as that of Labat Africa in providing intellectual support and related muscle guidance, finance, especially to small businesses, especially in these times. You do have a responsibility, not just for profit, but for growth. I mean, it's almost a constitutional mandate. And this partnership speaks directly to that. Indeed. Uh, good evening, Sungeso, uh, and to the listeners. Uh, yes, as we said last uh, last week, the fundamental thing for us as a listed entity is to create that platform to be the catalyst for the small-scale farmers, to be the catalyst for small businesses, to help with the intellectual property, with the processing of the hemp, uh, with the market uh, with the development, with the seeds, uh, with the young entrepreneurs that mm. want to get into the listed entity as we're doing currently with Verity Hurst. Let's talk about that because when we talk about support at times and businesses haven't always gotten this right, especially the bigger businesses in relation to their relationships with the smaller businesses, this isn't a top-down approach. This isn't we say this and therefore you must do this. But this involves a lot of listening and contemplating the ideas of the smaller businesses, working with their strategy, working within their resources. And when I talk about resources, not just the financial tools, but also the human resource within that small organization to maximize what they have so that they can grow at a pace that they can handle whilst contemplating, of course, the support that Labat Africa typically would offer in such circumstances. Particularly in the very complex regulatory process uh, that is currently unfolding in the country as it pertains to cannabis, medicinal, which is your uh, Schedule 7 drug, and then hemp from an industrial and CBD point of view, which has now been deregulated to a Schedule 4. Um, and and it, it goes more than just funding, uh, because Labat uh, in itself uh, will have to depend on huge institutions like the uh, Public Investment Corporation, like the Land Bank, uh, like the Industrial Development Corporation, because mm-hmm. we're talking about creating opportunities for thousands and thousands of farmers in the country that are looking for alternatives with the shutting down, in particularly, as I mentioned last week, the sugar industry. How are we going to replace that with something uh, that is more uh, easier, more acceptable, and and, and more quicker? And how Mm. is those farmers going to be able uh, to get that product to a what we what we've seen uh, historically in the country a co-op where the produce can come to a central point uh, it can be processed and then put into the market so that's all the things that we have been looking at as to how we're going to take this model this franchise model uh, mm. uh, that we've seen uh, to be able to benefit subsistence farming and small-scale farmers throughout the country Let's talk about the smaller players, and I want to bring in uh, Dr. Manta Lamba in this conversation here. The role of the JSE in reaching out to those players who want to participate in commerce and the broader South African economy. 
Tell us more about its responsibility in the line, if you like, that which Labati is playing as a big listed company in relation to the smaller guys. The, the, the stock exchange itself for the purposes of just getting the good behavior, understanding how markets work and the regulation, because Brian mentions it's an incredibly regulated space in which we operate. And especially those black entrepreneurs, small guys wouldn't know or wouldn't have the resources to get to know exactly how the JSE works or for that matter, the alternative exchange. Thank you so much, Sandrezo. Um, I'm sitting on this program with you now, myself and Brian. Mm. This is a role you are playing, you and your producers and the team, to ensure that uh, the, the, the general public is getting the education, the knowledge they need. This is what the JC is supposed to be doing. They are not doing it, my brother. Honestly speaking, they are not doing it. Um, it is unfortunate we've seen a lot of money leave the country, leaving the market, the Johannesburg Stock Exchange to back to where it came from, foreign direct investors leaving the country. We left with the um, locals, the domestic investors, which are predominantly Afrikaners holding our economy. But on their own alone, it's not, it's not enough. The economy is, is in tatters. If the JSE does its job to educate the general public, open doors to small businesses and say, you can come and learn. Because there's a lot of companies, uh, small business companies that have got the uh, 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 what it takes to be on the JSE. But they cannot get there because they think it's for a certain class of companies that can qualify. They would be surprised if the JSE was to provide a platform that say, come, the doors are open. At least get declined, knowing that you've tried to be listed on the JSE, because the economy needs it. If we see foreign direct investors dropping assets at discounted prices to market, having Afrikaners picking up these, these assets on the market on their own, it's not enough. We've got the general population, which are black people who've got money in the banks, who've got money insurance companies, who have decided to invest offshore, who are running away from the JSE leaving our own economy in, 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 in a total desolate uh, uh, position. I believe there's more that the JSE has to do. I was discussing with um, one of our advisors, a lady called uh, Michelle Krasteno from Akasha Cap, which is a um, JSE uh, 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 registered or licensed uh, broker, uh, uh, what do you call them, a designated advisor or sponsors for listed companies on the main port, designated for, for, for junior exchange. I was explaining to how I want us to sit down and find a way to bring all these black uh, businesses and they provide the knowledge. This is what is required because economy for Africa, if the JSE was to understand that they're holding the crown, Africa can come, all, all countries in Africa can come and invest on the JSC if the JSC could play its role. We would have companies coming from Nigeria, companies from Botswana, Swaziland, because it is the most liquid market in Africa. But the JSC, I don't think it's doing enough, my brother. I, I'm not going to come on your program and lie here. No, I appreciate that, and, and I appreciate certainly your passion, but I'm just a little concerned that we don't necessarily race bait. And I, I, whilst I understand your point, I'm just not so sure the language is particularly the most progressive when you mention Africana in the context in which you did. But I think the point is still well made in that you've got those who've always previously enjoyed, if you like, the control of the JSC and have always had the advantage of playing in that space, not so much playing even the role that Labatt Africa is doing. And this has now created this opportunity for Verity Hearst Academy, if you like, to take stock of what the JSE itself should be doing. How is that coming along outside the relationship with Labat Africa? 
Uh, we've seen a great a great deal of participation and doors opening with 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 with, with um, I'm sure you saw the sense announcement this past week. We just closed another acquisition of another private school on the JSE. So it, it, it's coming very well for us. And the idea is to bring in um, the general public. We're not just looking at South Africa. Uh, we're looking at Africa as a continent. That uh, the JSE is the only place where you can make your money while you're sitting at home. We, we, we see other economies shutting down. I'm sure you've seen Australia went back again to level five lockdown. You've seen parts of China going back to level uh, five lockdown. If people can know that they can be able to make money sitting at home, trading shares, companies like Labat with great leadership. Uh, Brian is a guru in business, someone I, re- I truly respect. Uh, companies led by, because you see on the JSE, these companies have got scrutiny, they've got regulations, like you were saying, uh, I mean, as long as earlier that they are regulated. It's a regulated market. So these are transparent companies. You've got all the financial statements on a public domain. So you, you can make a decision. For black people, we're saying to them, this is an opportunity. You come mm-hmm. in, you make your own money sitting at home. Brokerage accounts are opened by banks, all the banks in South Africa, without mentioning names. They've got online share trading platforms. All we want, my brother, is to get the majority of people in this country and Africa as a whole going to help us hold our assets on right prices on the JSE at the same time make money because if, like I was saying, if, if we see these foreign direct investors leaving the economy and then we have this, this group that has been protecting and holding our economy tight, the Africans holding our economy tight, uh, on the other hand, we are not doing anything as black people because we only know how to put money in the bank and let the bank do it for us. Even the banks now are running away to invest offshore instead of helping us hold the economy in the country. So, so, Gary, well, so I, just sure more... to add, I just wanted to add what, uh, uh, what sure. Mandla is saying. Uh, Finally, we've, opened up, we've opened up the market for, uh, for people to come with a minimum investment directly into Labat. Come and, and subscribe for shares. We've, we've been doing a roadshow throughout the country. We're allowing people to come in, not into trusts, not into groupings. Yes, we allow them to come in as groupings as is required by the Johannesburg uh, Stock Exchange and the listings sure. requirement. But we want people to be directly. They, they must make the decision. Uh, if, as it was reported the last couple of months, uh, uh, the, 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 the value of Labat has increased by 200%, that 200% must go to that person that has put a thousand rand into Labat straight away. That's what we're trying to create. Excellent. Thank you so much, Mr. Brian van Rijn. Mandla, we have to go because the 10 minutes allocated for this segment is done. We certainly are not done because next week we continue. And for those at home, this feature was proudly brought to you by Labat Africa in partnership with Verity Hearst Academy, which is a trading school teaching about trading shares on the JSE. You can contact Verity Hearst Academy on their WhatsApp number 060-866-0134 or their office number on 011-367-0678. Greg Host, it's time for news. I beg your pardon.